Hold your breath. Here we go. Hey, everyone. It's uh, I'm Rio, and uh, I'm here with, with Theo today. <laughs> this is uh, Rio and Theo talk about spirituality or recovery or whatever we're doing today. Um, fun, play, art, nature, whatever ends up coming from it. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And I think, um, as I alluded to just a second ago, the topic that we're going to talk about today is play and what that what that means for us and our lives. And um, for those of us uh, watching on YouTube, you might notice that Theo is outside in nature, which I think plays a big role for her experiences. And uh, for me, I have my my brushes and my and my papers to uh, do some do some art with. And uh, we'll talk more about that in a second, but uh, I figure we start with just a couple minutes of meditation. How about that? Mm-hmm. Set, set a precedent going for, forward that uh, not only are you here to listen to us talk, but you also get a little free 10 minute meditation. So here we go, I guess. Yeah. I have a little bowl. I don't know if this is going to come through very, like it's either going to destroy the speed, you know, destroy my mic or sound wonderfully. So Here, we'll find try out. Try it and I'll tell you. I heard it for about a quarter of a second. <laughs> it's good enough for government work. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so let's start by taking three deep breaths together. Maybe move your arms around a little bit. And when you take these breaths all the way up to the top of your chest, hold for just a second, and then all the way down to the soles of your feet. So to begin, let's start by bringing our awareness to the act of breathing. Just the rising and falling as we inhale, the rising and falling of our chest as we inhale and exhale. Maybe paying a little bit of mind to the expansion and contraction of our belly as we breathe. Just gently settling down into our present time experience. Whatever that is for you is fine. Whenever I I meditate, I try not to struggle against too much anymore. 
So if there's a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of discomfort, don't push against it. Just try to be with it. Perhaps make a small shift in your seat to get more comfortable or, you know, just remind yourself that if you get lost in a cloud of thoughts about something you're anxious about, whenever you see it, just gently come back to the breathing. In and out. And while we're doing this, we may as well take a bit of a pit stop up to the face and see if we can just let go of some of the tension in our jaw or Perhaps let go or try to breathe into some tension in our shoulders and neck and just settle. For this type of practice, we're not trying to, we're not trying to deal with difficult emotions or magnifying loving kindness. We're just trying to get nice and cozy with our experience as it is right now. Breathing in, chest inflates, breathing out, shoulders relax. Breathing in in a way that feels natural and calm. Breathing out. Bringing just a little bit of softness to the lower back.
And now let's go ahead and finish together by taking three deep breaths all the way up to the top of your lungs, holding for just a second, and then all the way down to the soles of your feet. Okay. Now open our eyes. Move our arms around just a little bit. Open the chest. Ah, pat ourselves on the back for meditating for an appropriate amount of time today. Good job, us. Beautiful. We did it. We did it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the meditation, Sean. No problem. Thank you for listening, Theo. And uh, well, I'm totally spent from that. I uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you talk for a second, um, and then I'll I'll start busting out my art supplies here. Sure. Yeah. I I mean I think we kind of got here because we talk about heavy things sometimes. Um, every time, to be exact, you know, it's been pretty heavy and. Uh, I think that there has to be, for me, there has to be both, you know, um, I have to make space for the, the painful things and the difficult to navigate things. Um, but it is also crucial for me to make space for, um, the things that bring me joy, you know, like very lighthearted, very easy, very like smooth flowing joy. And then, you know, on the other hand, also like excitement and exuberance and uh, passion and creativity. And um, I think that as adults, we lose that a lot. Um, and it, and maybe like specifically as adults in recovery, we can get really like, or anyone who's just like on any kind of spiritual path, we can get really um, like nose to the grindstone, you know, and very serious about all of the healing that is before us. Um and I think that it's like well-researched and well-evidenced that play and creativity and joy is necessary to that process. Oh no, what happened? I I just, I just, I just inked myself just oh. all the way up my arm. It's okay. It's Solid. fun. It's it fun. is fun. Yeah. I love getting paint on my hands and arms, man. Um, It's like a weird, there's, one of the kids got like paint on my journal the other day and I was like, I really like that there. It's like some yellow and some red and um, it works really well. So, so I don't know. I've really just like had to be like more intentional about making that space and it's looked a lot of different ways at different times. Um, but yes, being outside is a big part of it. Like it's springtime here um, and it's, like beginning all of the flowers are beginning to bloom and like all of my favorite little like wild herbs are coming up and there's like blooms on the trees and um, even just being out here is fun for me, you know, because I can look around and I get to identify. It's like ner- some of the stuff that's fun for me is nerdy. You know, it's like, oh, I can identify like six plants from where I sit, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and what can I do with all of these plants? And, what makes that fun for me is that it's like this sense of wonder and like almost a sense of adventure, right? Um, because it's so accessible. Um, and then also the daydreaming. It's it's interesting because I have to be kind of like mindful about letting play like drift off into work, I think, um, because my work is my like my craft, you know, it's like my hobby that I turned into a job and uh, so 
I can get really serious again about like, okay, well, I need to like trim these trees and take these trees down. And like, have I been monitoring the amount of sunlight that everything's getting for this today? And it's really, I'm glad we're sitting here and like making space for this because it, it forced me one to like come outside where I was inside working on like design stuff and labeling for most of today. Um, but to come outside and just be, um, and to just look at what's around me. And I think it's interesting that that sometimes takes a back seat to the like more difficult work that we do. Um, when really like the point is to cultivate joy, right? I feel like it's getting windy on my mic, but. No, it's I fine. I might, I may have just whacked the mic a little aggressively <laughs> on my end. I may have, uh, I may have already made a mess. That's too bad. <sighs> I mean, I love a mess. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, but uh, so that's what like wonderfully said. You said all of the adult things that I was trying to remember to all say. The adult things. So you've completely, uh, completely. Um, yeah, I think you covered all of the points when, um, especially like, like, like I, I wouldn't even want to classify it just as recovery, but like just anyone in general that is trying to do kind of like emotional sort of introspective work. Um, yeah. Life can kind of feel like doing taxes for a couple of years while, Yo. while you readjust. <laughs> uh, I know my life certainly feels like doing taxes right now, but uh, that's not really, it's not really all there is to it and um i think there is something to be said for having to uh, remind yourself that or, or remind yourself of that my favorite thing to do is to uh paint and talk to girls so i get to do two, both of my favorite things right now in the whole wide world isn't that exciting boom i know really feeling it right now so 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 i mean i would not have had that experience or, or had the opportunity to have this experience today if we were just gonna talk about some like you know oh man I want to talk about how uh social services failed me again that was real fun I just want to really relive some some sad times or we we can just talk about how how um you know, we need that space in our experience um, and that that space is something that we almost have to relearn how to do sometimes, I feel. Yeah. Because uh, like, again, whenever, you know, whenever you, um, you know, whenever you start to start down, down your uh, path, whatever it may be, uh, recovery from a process addiction, you know, recovery from a substance abuse, you know, substance abuse problem, recovery from people, you, um, kind of yeah like just as i said everything's like doing taxes gets a little lame yeah a little lame well, for a while and it's like it's like wallowing in the suffering oh uh, wait let me see it again isn't that fun yeah i like that a lot put it on the shelf oh man this like, like I'm using this crank right now, which is uh, supposed to be for like sidewalk graffiti, um, but I'm using it on a uh, canvas paper and um, I am probably not ventilating this room properly for it. <laughs> I, man, does it smell like something's going on? This... <laughs> <laughs> so by the end of this podcast, things could be maybe pretty silly is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. And if you see me uh, keel over, you might need to like, you know, do like a wellness check on Sean real fast. Just call someone. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm just stretching, man. Yeah, feeling, feeling my body. Oh yeah, uh, we're covering this up. I'm <laughs> enough. Did we crack a window? I don't know. <laughs> the window's already open. We can't oh, do. Shit. We can't crack any more window. <laughs> oh uh, my god oh um sorry i'll let you finish your thought then i'll ramble go ahead yeah i was just gonna ask like um what do you think are the the benefits of like incorporating play you know other than like what we've already talked about where it's like okay just something to break up the like the horror that is 
navigating healing sometimes, you know. Um, I think, like, what do you think are the maybe, like, more specific benefits or, like, why why has it been important to you? Um, It makes makes life worth living like like not to sound dark but i mean it just makes it makes things worth engaging with it makes all of the you know filing your taxes parts of your experience worth it because right oh i have like all of these kind of you know basic things taken care of and now i can actually just enjoy doing things that i enjoy um and not have to sort of carry the burden of these like ignored responsibilities be it you know just your perception or the reality of it, you know, be it, be it, whatever the circumstances you're, you're able to, you know, focus on this thing that you enjoy in a way that is, um, makes it better. Yeah. And, um, you stop sort of worrying about the outcome and how things are. And like, if this crank is killing my brain cells, right. <laughs> who cares? Like, like ooh, fun like oh my god <laughs> you know, like i just i just got crank all over my vapor rape and uh now i gotta mm-hmm. i'm gonna wipe it on my shirt and now oh wait this is this is paint that doesn't come off ever i just put that on my comforter oh well <laughs> it'll add my... a nice little like accent to your comforter yeah exactly so <laughs> so so i mean Things that are, that is generally a state that we struggle with. A sort of loose, open, stress-free kind of like state of consciousness where you actually get to, um, you know, like like I usually th- think of play as, some, as something that's light. It's fluffy. It's like, um, it's like popcorn or cotton candy. It's the good stuff, you know? And yeah. Um, that's just the opposite of what I experienced in most of my recovery, at least for the first couple of years. And um, it's something that I was very excited to, to uh, return to. I think that you made a really like good and interesting point early on. And you said something about like, oh, now that all of this is done, I can enjoy this downtime or this play. And I think that that's like a common misconception as well is this idea that like, first I have to do all of my work. And then I can play, you know, um, or first I have to get all of this taken care of and then I can play. And I don't know about you, but like if I apply that framework to my like mental health and wellness, then it's like <laughs> I will never get to play, you know, yeah, like, yeah. there's there's always some opportunity for growth, you know, um, and, I, and I like that. I'm grateful for that. But if I wait until like I have deemed myself worthy or deserving of joy then I may not get to experience it and so it it makes me think of that phrase it's just like rest is productive you know um play is productive allowing myself to like experience joy is productive otherwise I like I can turn into like a fucking crab man like just a grumpy grumps who has no interest in like being kind to other people and is not like refreshed or recharged and so um that's something i have to be mindful of you you just described most of my quarantine experience (laughs) (laughs) i was just like i was just like get off my lawn i don't even want to be on this planet anymore get (laughs) out of here no thanks whatever like i'm not even supposed to be here today yeah like (laughs) like like, like whatever you guys are selling i'm not buying amitofo peace be with you and politely fuck off please And, and i think that there's like uh you know there's like a time for that and there's also a time for not that um man this turned out really well i'm really i'm really excited about this yeah yeah very fun you very want to, cool. it's um on it i typed um being alive is the most interesting thing that's ever happened to me which very is good. one of my favorite sayings yeah i suppose this might be an appropriate time um you know while we still have people's attention um yeah that uh my plan here if if i don't succumb to crank poisoning um <laughs> I, uh, my plan is to um post our business email under the YouTube. And um, if you email that email um, with your address, uh, the first couple people that do it, I'll just send you one of the things I did today. Um, mm. I figure the first five people, um, I should have something to give them. So um, 
if you if you see anything that uh, you like or looks interesting to you, um, just email and I'll send you something random. You can't pick. It's only, <laughs> only fun if it's a surprise. And then you get to have an afternoon of play as you open up a manila envelope from some weird Italian guy in Southern California and be like, oh, wow, <laughs> he made this. Hooray. And um, yeah, so uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. I figure uh, I, I would love to do something like this once a month. This brings me so much joy. This is like my love language, like expressing um, myself and uh, giving that to other people. And, uh, you know, it's one of, it's pretty much all, you know, one of the, uh, I only really like about three things. I'm a very simple person. Um, you know, I like, I like women, art, and spirituality. Everything else can kind of sawed off and fucking waste. But anyway, I, I'm done. I'm done. Simple man. Done. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a simple man with sim simple needs. So I think that that, like, I don't know it just brings up another interesting question that was something like definitely like I learned to like navigate in recover early recovery but um just kind of this idea that like I didn't know what I liked anymore you know and I think that that happens like with anyone who goes through like a transitional period you know or even just growing up you're it's like man when I was a teenager I loved to like hang off the back of cars and drive over dams really fast or like um tag skate parks or whatever the fuck you know kids do and <laughs> not specific examples but uh growing up you kind of have to like relearn okay well what do I like what do I enjoy doing you know yeah what was yeah. that has it what? always just been like women, art, and spirituality for you, or <laughs> yeah, just getting everywhere? Ever just since everywhere. I was like, ever since I was six years old, that's I just remember women, art, and spirituality. Yep, I was just like, I was like, uh, girls, uh, painting books, <laughs> and uh, and what the fuck is going on with nature? No, um. No, no, that's just uh, like a distillation that I've found over the last, those, those were over, those, those three things were always the best part of, of my recovery. Mm. And um, I, like, I suppose you can take those as like, like you can misconstrue some of those things, like, like interpret them how makes you most comfortable. I don't really care. But like, um, like, well, like whenever two of those three things were involved, I usually had a really good time. Um, yeah and I think that maybe it's important for our viewers to understand like <laughs> what I know about you is that like when you're saying like women it's not in an objectifying way it's like no, the relationships no. that you've built with women I think it could just yeah. like easily come across maybe a different way and so oh, okay okay let me restate that <laughs> I, you know I'm it's not like, like bitches money and art you know <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no 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 <laughs> I like, like, like I, in fact, like, um, really enjoy, um, the friendships that I have with, um, my girlfriends, you know, my, you know, my, my gal pals. And, um, usually what I end up doing with them is something creative and it usually ends up being really fun. So, um, I think it's, it's, it's mostly those two things are linked. Um, so yeah, like, like, I suppose I should be more careful with, uh, how I, Oh, I talk about that. I was like, yeah, it's just really concise. Like, you know, like it makes perfect sense. There's no way you could construe that in any other context than the one that I'm <laughs> intending to talk about my brain. Um, now, if uh, like if my goals were uh, bitches, money and power, I'd be uh, perhaps the least successful person at that who's ever lived. So. <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm sure there's a wide spectrum. Yeah. So speaking of things I enjoy, music. Yeah. And I actually have a, uh, I don't know if you remember this picture of Abby that I took. Yeah, that's so good. Her. Yeah, such a fun thing. That's the sort of fun that I'm talking about, you know. Um, and then collecting records. I have some of your yeah. records that you've collected. Yeah. I, I also like giving those away because it's really fun. Like it's fun to find like a really cool like album and give it to someone just based on the art of the cover. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who cares what it actually sounds like? It's just like, look at this weird thing from the 70s I found. (laughs) Try to see if I can find an example down here in my my uh, record collection. But I may have I may have given most of the you know the fun ones away. I don't know. I'll let you talk for a second because now I'm like like I'm going back like like in my head and I'm trying to like remember all the people that I've said that I like women art and spirituality to and like what that actually no. meant. To them. Like, oh, <laughs> things make so much more sense now. Oh, that's why I struggle with adult relationships. It's, it's too bad. I wish. I wish I would have nipped that in the bud sooner. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sure uh, people who know you know you, man. I'm just saying maybe not all of our viewers know you yet. They yeah. will. Oh, yeah. Here. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. Soundtrack to Madam Butterfly. Ooh. Very fancy. Very fancy. Mm, very cultured. I was listening to the soundtrack of uh, the Bigfoot family movie the other day. It was really good. <laughs> the Bigfoot family movie. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just some, never heard of it. We just like did a movie night and watched it and it was, it was very cute, but there were some very cool songs on the soundtrack. So I, it got added to my Spotify and now nice. I'm roaming around. I don't have anything like interesting. I can like pick some herbs and, uh, tell people how to identify them that is a thing that i know how to do i'm like i don't i'm outside i don't have anything to like show off i've been stretching a lot so i haven't even been like in frame i feel like for most of this time (laughs) no no like um you have this is actually one of my um you know just like uh this is one of my favorite albums it's the soundtrack to a korean film called called old boy isn't that exciting the okay. orange reminds me of the old Nickelodeon VHSs. Do you remember those? Yeah. <laughs> they were orange. Oh, I, I I had a orange copy of Harriet the Spy. Oh, yeah. One of my forever favorites. Talk about okay. play, man. That's like still something I think about. You know, I think about like having the little two-sided mirror, you know, and being able to like look around the corner and carrying my journal around and like uh, I did that find. too that's so Man. dumb that's so dumb it was I... so good whatever so it's not dumb it's so cute fantastic so cute that's like replace dumb with cute because um, adorable I was it's just like the way that I use gay it's mm-hmm. not as a negative it's like it means I think something's adorable or really sweet like, oh my god it's so gay I love so it gay. like yeah. All right. So I will. I'll do it. See these guys? This one specifically? I don't think it's like a very, I don't know the quality. That's henbit. So it's right next to the dandelion there. Oh, and there's bees. Fantastic. Oh. Yeah. So henbit's an anti rheumatoid. And oh, there's so much of it over here. I'm going to show you purple dead nettle because that's actually the prettiest one. But nice. they're lookalikes. They're like ones yeah. that get uh, confused for each other a lot. Where are you? Oh, all of my backyard is just like weeds, quote unquote weeds, wild plants. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping all of the grass will be gone soon. Okay. And then that, I don't know how clear that is. That's purple dead nettle. She's very pretty. But it has heart-shaped leaves, and the top leaves are purple. It has the tiny pink flowers, too. Oh. Yeah. So, um... They're all my friends. This is, um, this is, like, like, I feel really bad if there's people listening to this on Spotify, because this is definitely a visual episode. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, oh, what well. is it, like, what is it like navigating the uh, you know the realm of taking some taking something that you enjoy doing um, for fun or for play and expressing that in a uh, small business like like what is some of that friction that you maybe have come up against you're just like oh like I did this because I deeply love it Mm -hmm. 
and now I need to get all this stuff ready for Saturday. And I'm just like about ready to throw, throw this box of herbs out the window or something. So it doesn't ever feel like that. It does. Uh, what's cool about it is like, I, when I have a lot of work to do, it doesn't really feel like work. Like the work itself doesn't feel like work specifically, like, you know, like blending herbs and like making teas and um, like harvesting and garbling and like all of the things that I do to like process the herbs. Right. Um, that doesn't feel like work. The interest, the thing that I've like come up against that has made it feel like work is more of the, um, like the deadline you know uh like you said like I have all this work to do for Saturday and there is some like like I have very like specific labeling requirements that I have to do um and that part and like so I have to also do some design work and that's not like my my art really has not ever been like very concrete art you know it's always been like making things um and so I feel like I struggle sometimes with like the design aspect um and that's the part it's like I worked on labels for ever um and today it was like okay I have to have everything done by Saturday I only have so many days until then I have to do this now so I did it now but um that's I think the and I think really that's just like the general aversion to deadlines or feeling hurried um I used to stay up late and do herbalism you know that would be when it wasn't going anywhere and I was just like making tea for no reason or just like for my friends when they'd come over for meditation or something um there was never I think the deadline's the only thing that's changed it but otherwise man I would recommend it to anyone my work most of the time does not feel like work it just feels like this thing that I get to do and the community that I found by pursuing something that I care so much about has been incredible like making friends at market and um, connecting with people that like carry similar values or just like do a lot of the same shit you know like all of my friends I love them like dearly but not a lot of people give a fuck about herbs you know um so finding people who do they're like oh yes like I know that this does this too or have you tried working with this or like um oh this tea smells incredible like you know uh that's been a lot of fun is letting it's it's allowed work to be fun you know Uh, and I know that like it's a it definitely like I'm grateful for it. It's a privilege I get to like actually pursue this, you know. Um, and yeah, it's I, also go ahead. I was like I was gonna say I have two I have two questions, but uh, I'll let you finish your thought if uh, if you wanted to. It's just like also hard. I think it's similar to what we talked about in the very beginning of the episode when it comes to play. You know, uh, I thought that I had to like wait until I got to a certain point to like really take off with the business stuff um and the process has really like taught me that I have to just like kind of take the leap you know instead of having all of my shit together first you know I definitely started before I had all my shit together and I've just learned as I go and that's cool so so I have two I have two questions because I I think you're a kung fu master at this sort of thing um um First, you're 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 quite the quite the um, the outlier for most people in recovery. I think um, aspiring to start their own business and um, especially something that is um, community driven, that is about aiding in the sort of like wellness of other people. So so it's got like a lot of like you know positivity behind it. Um, mm-hmm. we, do you have any advice for people who are looking to start their own business, um, who are in recovery, um, perhaps some pitfalls, what to look out for, um, things of that nature? And then secondly, um, what uh, what would you say, and I'll answer this as well, but what would you say to people that are having a real hard time um, returning to play, um, either in early recovery or you know, perhaps they've been in a rough place for a couple of years. How, uh, how, 
how would you recommend someone starts that journey back to the uh, childlike wonder that life can espouse? Yeah, so um, hmm. I don't know that I have a lot of advice for people starting a small business. I would say like research to find out what kind of like licensing and permits and the last gremlin. Uh, the, yeah. Again, for Spotify listeners, that would sound really strange in the middle of that sentence. <laughs> no, like I found this at a record shop, and um, it, it's a it's a read along record based oh. off of the '80s film The Gremlin yeah. or uh, Gremlins. Oh my gosh, that's adorable! And uh, I'm I would normally paint all over this or do some sort of like clippy art thing, but I think I'm going to. Uh, just set it aside and if if you're one of those people that emails me you might receive this incredibly obscure little known pamphlet of gremlin art which okay, i'm not like, going to show you because it's... if if i email you can i get it i mean i i mean i'll i have the record and everything if you want it yeah oh I mean, my gosh that's super cool okay all right, go. Sorry, like completely. No, derailed. somebody else could have it. It can't be mine. <laughs> I'm ruining it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was, I was like, like I'm, like I'm trying to steer this play vessel to, like, you know, yes. like a place, but that's not really, you know, what works. This is the imagination canoe. We're just floating down the river. Yeah. Doing whatever. I say we do this at least once a month. I have a real good feeling about this. Like, just this have like, like a play episode. Yeah, like, just. Just we talk. just do the things we love. Yeah, just talk yeah. about whatever the hell we feel like. And I, I say obnoxious things and um, you very graciously come in behind me and you're like, well, ladies, he doesn't mean exactly that. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't let that be the thing you take away from this episode. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's kind of playful though, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. Um. yeah. I, okay. go. I might have to save my records for next week i have so many cool records <laughs> flash dance that's nice. right your boy owns flash dance the motion picture soundtrack from the motion picture flash dance it's uh i i um not to come Fuck it, we're in the imagination canoe. I'm gonna go wherever the goddamn well I please. But um, I uh, over the last couple of years, I I really let go of like I am one. Of, I'm dangerously close to to owning under fifty possessions. Like if you don't include clothes. Um, yeah. And uh, I can't believe of those very precious fifty things that I own, one of them is the soundtrack to Flashdance. <laughs> It just seems like a really strange, like if you know very much about my taste in music, that is not, um, yeah, not the way that I normally track. Not super on brand, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So, but maybe so, like on brand in the like, uh, the just this odd thing about you, you know. I like. Yeah. I remember being in your apartments before. Like, there's a collection of odd things about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I've given quite a few of them away. Like, 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 I don't know. It was like going out into the world, like going thrift shopping. Like I'm a big thrift shopper guy, especially in Oklahoma where there was like, you know, you go up to Edmond and like, you're just like, oh, this is like, this little box has like four random tarot card decks in it and a bunch of like runes. <laughs> and you're like, there's some lady in Edmond that like held this in shame for many years. <laughs> like, oh, I can't tell anyone. They'll think I'm a witch. And then she you know like like this is the story that i built up in my mind for fun right like and then she spirits it away to a goodwill and uh you know under the cloak of night or something and uh, gets rid of the curse and then uh i find it and i buy it for six dollars and then i give it to someone <laughs> as a gift because that's how i that's how i make friends i mean that is how tarot works though is you're supposed to receive it as oh, okay okay <laughs> <laughs> so perfect good job you did the thing i uh sorry i, I <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna try and steer our ship back just for a second how did you know that it was time to start a small business in recovery i think timing and like especially like 
perspective, long-term perspective, and like kind of the process involved in a small business is like something that is probably difficult for someone in recovery to navigate. And the fact that you're doing it successfully seems like a, a big deal that should be talked about more. Yeah, man. I just feel like I don't know how I did it. I didn't do a lot of like risk benefit analysis. I like, I have no background in accounting. I have no background in like business or anything like that. And those were all the things that kind of like told my brain told me, you can't do this. Like this doesn't make any fucking sense. Or like you at least need to like take some classes or get a degree or like talk to somebody else or, you know, whatever. Um, but it really was just like taking small leaps, you know, like it started with, um, I was making tea for people at like, my meditation group and um i was starting to like study herbalism more i had been studying it for a long time you know um i did enroll in some classes and i didn't finish any of those classes you know i just like i've learned through like i have a mentor that teaches me and then just being like out and researching and books and things like that as far as like how to do it and how to do the small business part has really been like what I said, like learning about licensing, you know, um, and that's stuff that you can just like fucking Google, you know, um, it's not, it's like Oklahoma has like a food freedom act, which a lot of herbalism falls under. And a lot of States have that same, like, like cottage food acts and stuff like that. And so it creates some like avenues to learn how to, um, like start a business out of your home, um, which is nice. And yeah. And if if there's anyone listening out there that would like, would, would like, uh, you know, to also ask questions, um, also email those questions yeah, and I'll ask them to the Theo. Email. Yeah, I would be happy to like answer anything like specifically. I think that it's, I think confidence is was just like a big part of it. You know, taking these little risks, um, getting out there. The bigger risks and like leaps of faith that I have taken have definitely created like a lot more opportunities than whenever I just was like I'll make a social media and I'll put a menu on it you know like um, that worked to an extent but like really getting out and like doing markets and festivals and things like that has been where it's changed for me you know now I have like an actual clientele and people who look for me and people who like the things that I do and the, that I make and um so yeah that would be like the big I guess like advice is just like fucking do it you know um put yourself out there the worst thing that happens is you'll fail and man i don't know about you but i failed at plenty of shit you know uh yeah and i'm okay you know um and it i think it would have been way worse to never have it got it so cliche but to like never have tried to do the thing that i love and try to make a life out of it That's, that feels like, that feels like, uh, that, like, that feels like a next episode conversation (laughs) dealing with the bitter reality of failure. Yeah. Not as a negative, but as a, an opening of opportunity for later. Right. And that it's just, I, I've learned so much about myself in the process of like failing, you know, it's like, oh, this isn't for me. Or I will like get into something and realize I fucking hate it you know I've I've done jobs that I loved at the beginning and then I think okay this is also probably another another episode topic but I think like allowing yourself the flexibility of changing your mind and Mm. doing something different I think we all can get really stuck in this like very linear way of thinking of like I am going to like dedicate my whole life to become this thing And then I'm going to spend the rest of my life being this thing. And man, I've been lots of things, you know, I've been like a photographer. I've been a like peer recovery coach. I've been um, a fucking farmhand, you know, Um, I've been a waitress. I've now been an herbalist and I don't know if I will always do this work, but I am giving myself kind of like the freedom to, this is the work I'm doing now. And if I ever change my mind, I want to do something else that's okay and I think that is also something that I would offer to people is just man it's okay if it's just right now um and it'll be okay if it changes in two weeks or two years or 20 years or never you know uh, 
But yeah, again, maybe a whole episode. As far as the question earlier, the like coming back to play, the big like suggestion that I can make there is just like try a lot of different stuff. Um, see what feels the best. It's similar to like the starting a business thing in the way of, man, it's okay to try something and not enjoy it and decide you don't enjoy it. And it, even if it's something you've enjoyed your whole life or like maybe your personality or your brand seems like you'd really like me, all of my friends love Harry Potter. Right. Um, And Lord of the Rings and like the Hobbit and all of the shit, right. And Game of Thrones and all of these like very nerdy, trendy shows, right. And books and stuff. I have not seen or read any of those right um right look at your face you're like horrified but i've tried and they're not for me and like just because it may seem on brand for like what i look like or the people i hang around i also like it gets to be not for me um and i get my whole life doesn't have to change and so if like you go camping and you find that you fucking hate camping it's okay if you fucking hate camping you know and it's okay if you love it it's okay if you like painting or you don't like painting or just I don't know I think a lot of trial and error figure out like what feels good what feels good to like that inner child and what feels good to the responsible adult now I I think you touched on two very important things that a lot of people struggle with in recovery is not being okay with not liking something that everyone around them likes (laughs) um if you're just like hey this is dog shit. Should I A, remove myself from this potentially harmful situation or B, pretend it's okay until something terrifying happens. And then, you know, and then you stick around for another 18 months and something terrifying happens. And you're like, see, I was right all along. Um, but uh, sorry, that, that was a joke. That's kind of a heavy you know it's what? very dark. I has like, like it. Has like I a like lot it. of implications. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, but like, um, like, like, and two, the second thing that you said is trust you how it feels. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a very good point to make because when you are new in recovery or not so new or at whatever stage you're at we do have a tendency to either disassociate from or be mm-hmm. disconnected from our own feelings, emotions, and felt sensations in our experience. Um, well, and there's think, even some narrative that enforces that. Yeah. And I think there's like a lot of humanity that is. Um, so that's not a necessarily a negative thing. So if you find yourself, you know, this is time for Sean to plug his thing, one of his favorite top three favorite things if you find yourself disconnected to the point where perhaps you're so so lost in this experience of anxiety and confusion and distortion that you don't know what fun is anymore perhaps try a little bit of meditation mm-hmm. perhaps you try come back home just a little bit you know see if you can con- reconnect with some of those things and uh yeah. you know nature is an excellent way to start that journey so is yoga so is um meditation which is my particular ramajam and uh also collecting weird things at a thrift shop might be your thing try it you never know but but it's 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 really important when something does feel good to really take note of that yeah. Because imagine that nothing feels good for a long time, like three yeah. years, 18 months. Some people I've talked to, maybe 30 years, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever something does grab you like that, don't ignore it, even though it's off the beaten path, you know, trap or path yeah. or like out of step with the community that you're a part of or the people you're around because. Or even what you would have expected for yourself. How you feel matters quite a bit. Yeah. As an individual. So that's that's I steered the imagination canoe into adult adult rowing for a few seconds and now we can go back to saying, you know, talking about whatever. Um done. Sean, Sean did a responsible thing. 
Well, okay, so, like, you talk about it being, like, an adult thing, right? I have a four-year-old, and he doesn't do anything he doesn't want to fucking do. You know, like, if it doesn't feel good, um, like, if it's not fun for him, if it's not interesting or engaging, he doesn't want to do it. And so, like, maybe there's, like, just a lesson to be learned from, like, children as well, you know? Like, yes, of course, I, like, I do have to do my taxes, um, and I do have to, like, do like licensing and permit requirements and shit like that right um in theory and i do have to like there are things that i have to do i have to pay bills and stuff but so it can't work all the way but i do think in the realm of play in the realm of um personal enjoyment in the realm of downtime free time creative life all of those things that's a great framework to use you know like i don't have to do any of these things if they don't feel good. And I think that like it was dark what you said earlier, but I also think it's important is that like yes, some of the like actual consequences of continuing to do things that don't feel right to you or aligned to you um can be like I mean without exaggeration catastrophic. Um and so Usually. being mindful of your experience in your body whenever you're doing something or whenever you're around certain people is hugely beneficial um, yeah and taking actions based on those experiences yeah no i agree that's really well spoken thank you i uh, also wanted to throw out my amy grant christmas album How about hey that? amy what's up girl <laughs> i don't know you but i like that sweater looking good <laughs> in that knit sweater that naturally curly salt and pepper hair good job yeah. amy grant Feeling it. That's, that's where I'm on my way to. It's not naturally curly, yeah. other than my four billion cowlicks. Yeah, man, with such bangers as love has come. That's what she said. Slave ride. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that but, first one again? <laughs> I, I, I love has come. That's a song. Get your love is come. Love has come. Has come. I feel like yeah. that's not what you said the first three times. <laughs> I, I feel like you have a little selective hearing there. I think you may have uh, drifted out into the deep end with that one. I just, I just gently suggested you plunged right in, as they say. Immigrant. Immigrant. <laughs> Christmas album. Christmas album for uh, <laughs> for uh, Christmas. Baby Jesus time. Throwing that in uh, pile. So, uh, go ahead. I nothing. Never mind. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Just a gentle reminder. Um, email is going to be on the YouTube. It's um, if I remember correctly, it's Rio and Theo at gmail .com, which is a killer Easy email enough. address. Yeah. yeah. And um. Send us an email, and uh, I will send you um, a small manila envelope. Um, I will need your address, and I'll just mail some some that I've created or <coughs> some some little knickknack that I have collected um, out to you, whoever you may be. Um, and if I run out of stuff this month, we'll do this once a month, and I'll collect one or two things and set aside. And I got plenty of paintbrushes and a little bit of ink left so i'll make more stuff and uh i would love to do this once a month maybe one day there will be tea oh yeah tea in the mix yeah does anyone want some incredibly delicious <laughs> artisan crafted <laughs> locally sourced locally grown locally grown tea yeah. from theo does so does that sound good to anyone <laughs> oh my god a little honey a little hmm a little, <laughs> little turmeric yeah hmm sounds it sounds that sounds like something everyone wants if everyone means me <laughs> i can send you some tea sean thanks i'll like 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 i will do a trade i'll trade you the gremlins album yeah album for all right for a tea care package because that's yeah the sort of, that's the sort of community we're trying to build you know mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. like 
exchanging of like that's that's one of my fondest memories is like i brought over a bunch like like i don't know we like we were doing our meditation group and i brought over a bunch of stuff and it was just like i was like i was like here everyone take what you need of my basket of you know random shit i'm trying to get rid of things mm-hmm. and you're just like wow we should do this more often and i was like wow i don't know why we all don't do do this as humans and you're like capitalism and i'm like <laughs> okay i mean wrong yeah no yeah like like another thing i love about the community of the people that i work with is we do a lot of trading you know just what we do it doesn't have to be a big thing it doesn't have to be a big thing it i'm just saying that there is there's something special about yeah so just like come over next week and bring a box of stuff and yeah okay I'll get right on that. And um, also on that email, if someone wants to donate approximately $100,000 to Sean so he can travel, <laughs> I'll, I'll be right over there next week. But Go ahead and like drop the cash app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like if we want to crowdsource a uh, bus ride to Oklahoma for Sean, that'd be great. But I, I You guys understand. want a video where we're in an episode where we're in the same place? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to cost approximately $1,000. Watch Sean and uh, Theo snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> like drink tea under an Afghan and talk about feels. Yeah, yeah, there it is. So just send us an email if that's something you want and some money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or or just your address is fine, and then I'll send right. you a piece of piece of sure. art of the kindness of my heart. I have so many stamps. It's fine. So I have so yeah. many stamps. Yeah, I have at least six uh. stamps. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all I need to get by this time is six. So yeah. Okay. The, 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 this was actually fun, Theo. Thank, yeah. Thanks a lot. I think from Sean Rio or by whatever has spoken. I know Rio has spoken. Once a month, the last Tuesday of the month is fun podcast where, yeah. we, where we just do wacky stuff. And that'll be our giveaway one too, where yeah. once a month we give stuff. You guys can watch me like do herbalism one time. Yeah, make some tea and ASMR. <laughs> Lovely sounding herbalism, yes. Percolating. Okay. Percolation. That's <laughs> to think we started with such a such a proper meditation this week and now we've it was a solid one yeah i think sometimes making that space for the meditation cultivates the the silly space oh that's an excellent point that's uh i i would say there's a lesson behind that there might be some some actual experience surrounding that um there there is a reason that uh if you go to a dar- Dharma recovery, they meditate first. Gets mm-hmm. everyone nice and that synced up sort of uh, glowy vibe and everyone can emotionally tuck in together in a, oh. I, I make it sound so, so like intense, but it's really just in a room with a bunch of people and meditation is usually really good when you meditate with others. So yeah, agreed. For, uh, that's the sort of society I'd want to be a part of. Holy crap. Imagine like a meeting of congress where they meditated for 15 minutes together before oh yeah what, what am yeah. i these ideas are dangerous i gotta stop talking about stuff like this no more politics ever no more what? talking about politics <laughs> <laughs> Man, that sounds out there. like it might work don't listen <laughs> no no like walking along the beach before we get to that place personally and perhaps it's not it's not the point in my life to uh, go th- throwing those those opinions around. I'm just a man, a man who likes collecting old records and doing art. Ain't no one want to listen to me about how politicking works. <laughs> I love that, like you just like ease into the like <laughs> like kind of backwoods accent there. <laughs> well, I I I know who I'm talking about when I say that, so. <laughs> I just want to make sure they they hear me loud and clear. <laughs> Golly. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not here to do no one no harm. I'm, I'm just here to get along with everyone and talk about my Lord and Savior, baby Buddha. <laughs>
Oh, I love you, man. I love you too, Theo. This has been episode 10 of... Uh... Holy shit, 10. I know, I know, 10. I can't wait. I can't wait to keep doing this. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I suppose it's pretty obvious this week that I... I'm pretty close to loving everyone this week, I feel. Yeah, you seem closer this week. Every week you get a little closer. Yeah. And, uh, well, so close. I, don't stop. I, I, I won't. I'm going to keep going till, <laughs> till, till that light bulb of love glows in my chest for every man, woman, and child on this good green earth. All right. okay okay this has been a wonderful episode thank you all for listening don't forget about that email amitofo peace be with you may god have mercy on our souls collectively love you guys bye bye